Bomb Nationwide. What's going on, everybody? Welcome. What's up, Cody Zone from the Rochester area? Hey, Garrison. What's up, man? Hey, Fit Galvin. How are you? And Stan Starr. I got to shave. No, I haven't shaved, but I got to shave. What's going on with you, Jess or Jess A? I look like Tippy Tom. All right, I'll take that. Uh, no, you can't see, Rod. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> we can make the perfect storm. There you go, Robert. Uh, O&A is better than anything either of you have done since. Okay, I, I, whatever. I had my, my run with the O&A, and now I'm having more fun than I've ever had in my life. So what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Keep myself happy or make you happy? What am I supposed to do? kidding i already know uh, shitting on the beach makes me very happy absolutely i like dropping bolt no i don't do that well i i've done it meaning i mean you know the famous story from uh, the outer banks but uh, you know every once in a while over these dunes you know when no one's looking what are you gonna do uh you ever gonna talk to a no no my god no where are you guys coming from no just move on already uh does it annoy you knowing that chip chipperson is a parody of you while also being literally thousands of times more successful it's not a parody of me jimmy decided to spin that shit after he got really really mad and pissed off at me and honestly I don't know how many views his podcast does, and I don't really care. Um, I'm answering your question because I guess if I'm answering your question, it means I care, but I don't really care at all. What's up, Braden74? How are you, man? And what's up, Scott? And Hudson River Brewery, I, I recognize you. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Good for you, buddy. Enjoy that. Enjoy the baby noises. Jesus Christ. Who the fuck? Fuck, is still listening to that crap on a regular basis. Let the haters hate. Absolutely. Opie's the only normal person to come out of that show. I wish old fans could see how uh, cultish they look. Uh, normal? I mean, I do all right. I'm not sure how normal I am. God damn it, the bugs are out tonight, you motherfuckers. I know, I'm bitching, and I got this beautiful view with the nice clouds. I did not hear the interview with Lady Di's uh, son. I, I, um, I'll be honest, I, I avoid uh, most O&A stuff in general. Uh, I did it. Seems like a lot of people um, still enjoy it. That's great. But I rarely, rarely listen to uh, old audio. Um, I actually go the other way and try to avoid it as much as I can. Sadly, I think that's sad, but uh, that's what I do. Who is Don Wicklund? That's a great question. Is Don Wicklund still doing his thing? Rumor had it after I left that they gave him the big demotion. (laughs) The company finally realized he was pretty fucking useless. My favorite Don Wicklund story. um, So when I was running um, my own channel at Sirius XM, I had Bill Burr and Joe Rogan's podcast. And both of them personally came to me, and they wanted a couple little things from the company. And Don Wicklund famously said, uh, we don't need Joe Rogan. And then he famously said, we don't need Bill Burr. Uh, Joe Rogan, all he was asking for, this is a million years ago. I mean, Joe Rogan's just, you know, a monster now. We all know that. But 
this was the time when the podcast of his was still growing. And we certainly introduced him to our entire audience. That was pretty huge at the time. And we were doing blocks of his podcast on the weekend. And uh, he was in like an hour block or two hour block. And so Rogan calls me up and he goes, oh, um, I just need you guys to run my, my whole my whole uh, episode. I don't, want, I don't want my stuff cut up. I go, yeah, that's understandable. And, and, and he had numbers at this point. I mean, he's, he wasn't where he is today, but he was on his way, certainly. So I go to, I go to Don. I go, it's not unreasonable. He just wants his whole uh, podcast uh, to run on the weekends. He doesn't want it chopped up into an hour or two-hour block, whatever the blocks were, I forgot. I, I, I want to say it was a two-hour block. And Don famously said, uh, no, this is how we're doing it. Uh, you know, we're in blocks because I want to fit other shows in or whatever the fuck. And he literally said, we don't need Joe Rogan. I went, oh, my God. And then Bill Burr comes to me. We were running his podcast on the weekends. And, and he goes, hey, oh, uh, I'm at a point in my career. I don't really want to give my content away for free anymore. And he was more than a soldier to, uh, for us over the years. I said, I, I understand that. And I don't know how much money he was asking for, but he wasn't asking for a lot. But he just simply wanted to get paid to have his uh, content running on our channel. Went to uh, Don Wicklin, who was the go-between. And Don Wicklin famously said, we don't, need, uh, we don't need Bill Burr. So, like saying you're going to be bigger than The Rock. <laughs> All right, Stan, you fuck. <laughs> Oh, not not one of my better moments, that's for sure. Uh, it's a long story, but bravo to you, sir. We had a little falling out with the Rock. He came back after that. Uh, you know, we we continued to have him on the show over the years. Um, after he took a little break, but after falling out, I'll just say this: I uh, famously said that uh, you know the Rock will never be as famous as me and Anthony. So. He's only the biggest movie star in the world right now. Yes. <laughs> Do you smell what the Ope is cooking? <laughs> Some people smell what the Ope's cooking on this beach. A little callback to about, what, 10 minutes ago, huh? Not bad, right? <laughs> I'm British, and the ONA show has had a profound impact uh, on not only my life, but countless lads around me. Good. I'm glad. I mean, at this point in my life, it would have been nice to kind of celebrate uh, what uh, we accomplished. But, you know, the shit storm was so bad that it just makes it uh, where I need to just, in general, avoid all that shit as, as much as possible. Which I, I find definitely very sad. Stunt brain, big surf on Delaware Bay today. You got wind? Yeah, we got wind. I got wind. I got those tiny little, they're not even mosquitoes. What are they? Those tiny, tiny little gnat things. I, I got at least a hundred of them around me right now, just biting and nibbling away on my, my hands. Socks. Weirdest thing you ever saw Norton do in person. Wow, there's a lot. Probably uh, getting a blowjob in the middle of Times Square in a car while he's driving a, a young lady uh, back to the Port Authority so she could take a very long bus ride back to, I think, the Cleveland area, I think, after she was in town for a mere few hours. 
yes. Thank you, Sword and Scale. Enjoy your life. You and Ant made my life a million times better, inspired me to start my podcast. I've never heard your podcast. I'm sorry. I, I don't really listen to many podcasts. I listen to very weird podcasts. I listen to a lot of uh, spiritual shit these days. I was, uh, I was just going through Eckhart Tolle's book, A New Earth. That's what I listen to instead of all these goddamn comedian podcasts out there. Oh, my God. Most comedians have shitty podcasts. Can we all agree? There's a few good ones. You know which ones are the good ones. I don't even have to tell you. And then there's a lot of just babbling. Babble, babble, babble. Uh, Mistress Carrie's looking for work. I'd put her on my podcast in a second. Catch up with the, the Mistress Carrie. For the people that don't know, when me and Anthony got fired... We're doing that mayor's prank in Boston. Um, Carrie, who was who did just a million different jobs around AAF, including, I believe, being the van driver, she got a big gig after we got fired and then became a legend up there in Boston. She put in well over 20 years. And then um, and then this stupid business, they, they took AAF and made it into a Christian station. I don't even know if it's Christian rock. And then Carrie, who gave her blood, sweat, and tears, was just basically thrown out with the garbage. And I say that lovingly because it happens to the best of us. When they're done with you, they're fucking done with you. Um, she's a she's a talent, though. I just hope there's there's uh, a job for her in this crazy ass business that has completely changed. So I did watch uh, Chappelle's eight eight forty six. Um, it was very refreshing to hear someone talk about uh, the topic and is not just reciting dumb fucking Facebook facts that you've heard over and over and over again. It was very fresh. I liked it a lot. And it was really brave because he decided not to uh, have a lot of laughs in there. He really just wanted to talk. Uh, he's, he's certainly a free thinker. I'm just sick of uh, everybody with their stupid Facebook facts, making believe it's their Facebook fact. Here's one that people are saying. Uh, why, did, why, why did George Floyd get three funerals? My friend died and uh, we, 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 we couldn't even have one. Why, why is this guy getting three funerals? <laughs> when I heard it the first time, I was like, oh, that's a little weird. By the tenth time, I'm like, "Holy fuck! Who, who puts these, who, who puts these out?" And then everyone just grabs them and recites them over and over again. Any Rochester trips in the works? I, I think I'm going up there, Cody, for uh, Weez's son's birthday. Uh, birthday, Jesus. Uh, Weez's son's wedding, I think. But I'm a little scared because I'm still taking the coronavirus very seriously, as most people are saying, "Fuck it." I'm still all in taking it very seriously. So I don't know how they're going to do the wedding. Um, I know I got a show. Maybe I could get some kind of space suit because I'm still scared. I know a lot of you guys are like, fuck it, I got to live my life, man. Fuck the coronavirus. You know the coronavirus was, was put out there to get Trump out of office. You know that, right? You know that. That's why we have the coronavirus. And isn't it convenient then they started the riots 
anything they could do to get Trump out of office. Ah! <laughs> help me with these talking points. Oh my God. Please help me. <sighs> what are they going to take down all the statues? If someone doesn't step up and say something, they're going to take all the statues away from us. <laughs> Howard's in trouble. I don't think so, Pete. I think he skates. Too powerful, man. Makes too much money for a corporation. That's where their morality uh, sits. And I don't think he should get fired or canceled. And I hate Howard Stern. And for the people that don't know why I truly hate Howard Stern, it was probably the day that he talked about, you know, skull-fucking my dead dad's skull. So for the people out there going, well, you're really obsessed with Howard. You're really obsessed with Howard. Yeah, that's why. (sighs) If he said that about your dad, I'm sure you would just be like, oh, that's okay. I wonder who he's going to have on the show today. Fuck that guy. But with that said, he shouldn't be um, fired or canceled for bits he did a, a, a long, long time ago. The culture continuously moves and shifts. So what was okay back then is not okay today. Well, you can't go back and then fire somebody for doing something that was okay at the time. Simple as that. But with that said, you know, cancel culture has taken out a lot of people. But SiriusXM will uh, stand behind Howard because he's too powerful. They they get rid of Howard. I I think it collapses the entire company. so, um, So they're not going to do that. But anyone else does it, then they got morality. And then they get rid of you and throw you out with the garbage. That's what happened to me. I said it on the last uh, episode, I think it was. I wasn't as powerful anymore by the end. And they just threw me out with the garbage. That's just how it goes. It's okay to like you and Howard. Of course it is. This is just my opinion. I've never been one of these guys that... That that is said, like uh, to be a fan of mine or like my show, you gotta hate this show and whatnot. I've never really been that guy. I mean, it's been fun to have radio wars over the years, of course, and maybe maybe it was implied, maybe. But in general, I don't care what other people listen to as long as they give me a little taste. Ah, uh, God, make up with Ant. I, I, I took the high road. All the horse shit he has said about me, fuck that guy. God, you go make up with Ant. You go have fun with him. How are the plants doing? Uh, thank you, Captain Buffalo. So when the pandemic started, I uh, I took an apple that my, my little daughter was eating. I took a seed, I threw it in a bag and uh, a little paper towel and closed up that bag. And man, uh, about a week later, it started sprouting. I'm like, damn. So then I put it in a little soil, and I'm here to say three months later, this thing is about three, four inches tall. I'm going to move it to an actual pot. And now I'm obsessed with uh, growing it into a, a giant apple tree. And then I did the same thing with um, my son's tomato. He likes tomatoes. So I took a tomato. I got some seeds, and um, those plants are doing okay. They're a bit sickly. I've had problems with the tomato plants. I'm not going to lie to you. I just wiped out another batch, by the way, because I've been um, I've been uh, putting a lot of seeds to the side, and then I had a whole Tupperware. I had about ten plants in there. They were all about a inch, inch and a half. Nice. 
they were really healthy and doing well. And then I went to um, uh, True Value, and I needed more soil. Now, now I'm a fucking farmer all of a sudden. And then I'm asking for plant food and fertilizer, and they give me this fertilizer. Like, this should be good. So then I took a little of the fertilizer in my hand, this plant food slash fertilizer. I don't even know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I, I took a little in my hand, and I sprayed it in my uh, tomato plants, the tent I got in the Tupperware. Two days later dead as dead could be <laughs> i was so mad because they were doing so well but i got greedy i'm like man these uh tomato plants are doing so well know what they need they need to do even better we're all looking for more 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 our stupid fucking egos more 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 feed my fucking ego <laughs> my ego needs more and that's what happened to the plants I got greedy, and they all fucking died. Whatever, dude. What are you going to do? Yeah, it was funny as hell. I say was because he went so extreme right wing. I mean, he's good at that stuff, I guess. It's not my cup of tea, but it's not what I signed up for. He was uh, he was funny, man. Fuck, Anthony was really fucking funny. He was right up there with all of them was yeah, he's probably still funny from time to time i would assume but it's too bad that that whole uh conservative thing really took over hey, if that's what he wants to do what are you gonna do he could be one of the best at that but i have no i have no desire to do that type of radio or listen to that type of radio so do you think the president actually has a brain disorder like parkinson's it's scary i don't know that ramp thing was weird right He's trying to say that it was really steep and really um, slippery. And then someone took a protractor that you could get online and they figured out that um, the angle of the ramp, there's a lot of people that have a lot of time on their hands, and they figured out the pitch was about 11 degrees. It wasn't steep at all, which we all saw. It didn't look steep at, at all. Um, and then him in the water, he, just, he can't lift his right arm, I guess, to drink water. And he needs the left hand to push it up toward his mouth. Uh, at the very least, there's some really strange things going on with him and his body. Really fucking strange. But uh, Parkinson's and all that, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm sure the, the left is all excited when they see video like that and they go all in. Oh, he's got Parkinson's. He's got dementia. This is the start of dementia. And then they find a page out of an old medical book from like 100 years ago. See, look, his body looks just like this. This is the dementia he's got. I don't know, but it is a little weird. I'll, I'll, I'll say that much. Your dad died of that? It was very similar? I'm very sorry to hear that, uh, Ross. Stunt brain, 74 years old. Yeah, man. 74 is a weird age. Used to say this on the radio. Um, a lot of people die for some reason at the age of 74. Look around your own life. Look around. You'll probably have a couple and, uh, of people you go, wow, he was 74 when he died. 74 is a weird age. You get past 74, like 73, 74, 75. You get past those three years, and then you make it to easily 90. But you got to get past those three weird years. It's been one of my theories for a very, very long time. Biden is a mess. He can't even talk. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. I mean, now they're showing clips of Biden where he was against gay marriage. Him and... Um, 
him, Ob- him and Obama. So he's got he's got to be careful with that stuff. Now he's for the gay marriage and all, but uh, I guess people do change. But it wasn't that long ago where he wasn't a big fan of uh, the gay marriage. So I don't want I, I don't like either guy. Yes, Robert. So what I'm hearing, if you make it to 74, that's when you start the heroin. Why not? Yeah, Biden's 77. I, I'll, I'll say this. I'll simplify it. I don't think our president should be in their 70s. Oh, that's ageism. Whatever. There's not a young guy in his like early 50s, let's say. I'll even say late 50s, early 60s even. Where are those guys? They don't want the job. Biden is Trump with less courage. <laughs> Here we go. Now the fighting has to start. Time to dig in. Let's do this. My tribe versus your tribe. Are you ready for the Thunderdome? (laughs) I got my talking points off Facebook. Do you have yours? Let's do this. (laughs) Uh, It becomes part of your identity. And then you have to argue these points. Because you really feel that your survival is at risk. Look at me going deep. Well, goddamn. Bill Clinton. Did anyone see the uh, Jeffrey Epstein documentary? I needed a goddamn shower after that. That guy was very manipulative, huh? And it looks like he had a, a lot of dirt on a lot of people. He was skipping through life. With underage girls just just marching through that house. One would go in the front door, one would go out the back door, basically. And everyone's like, how the hell did he get away with all this? Because he was collecting info on everybody. That's how he got away with it. But that documentary was creepy. It was good, right, Stump Brain? Yeah, they did a very, very good job. They brushed over the whole uh, suicide thing. You had, uh, what's his name, that famous uh, coroner, not Bodden. Bodden was part of it, but it was the other guy that I respect even more. And they're basically saying this guy was fucking murdered because of the three bones in his neck or something like that. And then they're showing that exact bone from somebody else's body, but it wasn't Epstein's body. And they're like, this this doesn't happen if you're hanging yourself from a bed in a jail cell. Um, but then the other side of it that shows that maybe he uh, did kill himself, he, he changed his will two days before he died. And basically he changed his will to fuck over all the victims so they can't come after that fortune. Wow. That guy was a dick. Yeah, they should arrest Prince Andrew. Thank you. Of course they should. And then he, he, he tried to explain it by uh, saying he doesn't sweat. Remember that? Because what's her name there saying, you know, he was a very sweaty guy in a sweaty mess. And then in his, in his interview, he's like, oh, I got it out. I got a, I got a, a, a medical condition. I don't sweat. <laughs> I heard most people that saw that interview just went, oh, yeah, this guy's fucking guilty. He's a creep with the rest of them. What else is in the news? The Black Lives Matter thing. I think we got that under control. I think we're all good there, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) 
I heard that the NYPD, um, it's going to be a very big story in the next day or two, but there's going to be no plain clothes um, officers anymore. Every officer has to wear a uniform at all times. Oh, my God. You watch the crime rate in New York uh, City. It's going to go way up next month. This is just coming out. You know, you had a lot of undercover uh, cops in New York, and that's how they were able to get a lot of the bad guys. Because the bad guys are doing some stuff. You're in plain clothes. You go up to them and you arrest the guys. But part of this whole Black Lives Movement thing, they've uh, they made a new law, rule, whatever the heck it is officially, that uh, there's no more plainclothes um, cops. They all have to be wearing uniforms. So if you're a bad guy, you're like, oh, look, there's a cop over there, so let's not do this right now. Let's wait for him to leave. I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer is. I, I, obviously, there's some issues. There's a lot of issues at this point. I mean, it's pretty obvious there's a lot of issues, but... You can't uh, change everything, I think. But what do I know? I'm just stupid. But you can't go too far with uh, all the changes. Baby steps. Well, maybe a couple. Maybe a couple couple adult steps. And then we go to baby steps. And then we try to figure out where we are, where we settle with this whole thing. That's what I think. Good evening from Belfast. Look at this guy. Iambo underscore zero nine six nice any favorite tv shows oh oh god uh before the 90 days is the best show on tv by far you gotta love all the characters on that damn show we're so bummed in our house that it's over no more ed and shoulders no more baby girl lisa no more yolanda and her um pop tart earrings no more david it's being catfished by that, um, that uh, what, what was their name, Lana. Does anyone else watch this show? It's the, it's the best show on TV by far. And then you got Jeffrey. They didn't even know when they put him on the show that he's, he's a fucking pig too. Has all sorts of domestic uh, violence charges and whatnot. That's why he wasn't on the reunion because they're like, oh, fuck. This guy should have never been on the show. And then you got uh, Ash there in Australia. It was great, man. Uh, You thought Big Ed was the best? Yeah, when Big Ed had a shower with his possible future father-in-law in in the middle of the Philippines while there's a a rat that was on its last leg all wet and muddy on the floor, you're not going to get better TV than that. Oh, and Darcy, yeah, smoky trousers. Darcy with all the with all the plastic surgery starting to look like the the cat woman, the cat lady, whatever her name was. She's just always a victim and always crying with her twin sister. Well, I love you back, brother. Thank you. This was fun. Stunt Brain says, later, Rope, keep crushing it. I miss Carl and Vic. Oh, God, you had to mention them every day. Thanks for uh, the intro to them. Of course, Stunt Brain. We got to have a drink in their honor in the, in the future. We're doing the memorial for Vic Henley finally online this coming Monday. It's not open to the public, but they're saying that maybe we could um, put some of it out there for others to to check out. So I'll I'll keep you updated on that. But I miss Carl and Vic every single fucking day. Those guys made radio and doing this fun again. I, I, I just can't believe they're fucking gone. I was going to go for the dramatic out. 
Hey, what's up, Robert? Amen. <laughs> I was thinking, should I go dramatic out? But then the motorboat was like, it was just fucking lame. And then I'm like, you know, I can't just do the dramatic out there and then have Carl's boo, 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 boo. I couldn't do that. So <laughs> uh, I, I do smile when I think of Vic and Carl a lot. Opie, any suggestions on when you know if she's the right one and if to propose? What a great question. So I met my wife uh, uh, about a month after my dad died. I wasn't looking for nobody. Um, I had to be down in Philly to promote that we were going to satellite radio. Um, XM, they were awesome at the time, and they basically said, uh, you don't have to go, we understand. But I was thinking, let me get out of... Long Island, I was living there at the time, uh, go down there and uh, get a little distraction in. The fans were amazing, absolutely amazing, and uh, I was ready to go. I was with Jim Norton and Big Kev, and we were packing up. We were ready to drive from Philly back to New York. I looked towards the bar, and this gorgeous knockout uh, girl, a uh, woman, was staring at me and and just like in a stupid movie i didn't think she was looking at me so i i turned uh to see who she was looking at and um she uh she was looking at me there was no one else behind me but to answer your question uh i don't know i don't have to give the whole story but we ended up hanging out a little bit um i told jim norton uh, you know we got to stay and to his credit uh we did stay and we ended up uh hanging out um with her brother and a whole bunch of people that I'm now friends with to this day. And, uh, end of the night, it was really, really late. Um, I was, they were walking toward a bar and, and me and, uh, my now wife, we dropped back, dropped back a little bit. And I'm like, look, I gotta go. Oh, I gotta get, you know, I gotta get out of here. And we exchanged numbers, whatever. And then I, I gave her a kiss and we kissed it wasn't a crazy makeout, but it was a nice, it was a solid, solid kiss. I think it was on my tippy toes. I don't like my women taller than me, but she's not taller than me, okay? But she might have had some heels on that night. Um, I'm here to say she's a solid 5'9", okay? So I'm taller. Anyway, to answer your question, I, I gave her this uh, kiss. We kissed just a little bit. And when um, when we separated from the kiss... In my stupid fucking head, I went, oh, my God, I'm going to marry this woman. That is a true story, my friends. I'm going to marry this woman because I think my guard was down because I was, I was dealing with my dad's death. I wasn't looking for love or, or a girlfriend or any of that. I was, just, I was just in this mode of just get through the day. So I had no other distractions and it hit me like a ton of bricks, and it scared the fuck out of me to the point um, I went back to New York, and I kind of was trying to blow her off because I was like, this is crazy, man, to think like that because I never really had that thought before. Not like that. Hell no. I almost panicked, uh, proposed to my ex uh, in Greece. <laughs> I almost panicked, <laughs> panicked, proposed. Oh, my God, my life would be so different. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'll have to tell that story on a, another episode. But anyway, uh, yeah. And then after I, I I didn't really blow her off, I was just kind of avoiding her. And then, you know, it was inevitable. And then uh, we we were on a rocket ship. And, um, my God, that was, that was 16 years ago next month. 
or two months from now. So I think to answer your question, um, when the time is right, you just know. But don't do what a lot of people do, and that is settle. You're with someone, she's hot as fuck maybe, or she's great in bed, but you know there there's issues there, but you're like, yeah, but oh my god, that ass and the sex, oh I So you like you you ignore the other stuff? Don't do that. It's called settling, and a lot of people end up doing that. Don't do that, my friend. If it doesn't feel completely right, then what's the worst thing, man? You're you're single and you're, you know, out there dating and fooling around and having a having a good time. All right. Now we could go to Carl.